Hi, hi everybody. Um, welcome to the fourth episode of Product and Tech Strategy. This is Arvind, your host, and we will be joined by Naresh Mehta, who's head of digital for financial services and insurance for a very well-known technology and management consulting firm. He has been uh, a transformation leader for Fortune 500 organizations, has been driving customer-centric journey transformation, and has been accelerating the time to value for his clients. Now, we have worked together in the past and we have led efforts for delivering value for many of our Fortune uh, 500 organizations using a combination of customer centricity, AI, cloud and product management construct. I have known him for so many years and I, I really tr uh, trust him for his expertise and experience from a customer centricity perspective. And we'll, uh, I'm, hope, I'm really hopeful that the conversation would be adding value to everybody who's here with us on the call. Hey, Naresh, first of all, thanks uh, much for joining us. Uh, see, in, in my experience, uh, we've been noticing that CIOs are pushing their organization to think and move away from a project-centric model to a product-centric model. In this regard, how do you think a focus on customer experience will help the uh, large or to mid-sized organizations to get into a product-centric model? Hey, Arvind. Um, first of all, thanks for having me on this uh, podcast. Um, to kick off your uh, you know, question, in, in today's world, if you look at uh, customer experience, that has been one of the most important priority and pretty much every other decision that happens in an enterprise or an organization, whether it is related to your technology or a platform, are aligned to the customer experience or the end user need that any organization wants to build. You, know, you talk about uh, big universal banks, retail insurers, or pretty much everybody are following the model that Apple and Facebook followed. Where the paradigm shift between the project-centric to a product-centric mindset is extremely evident. What is also evident with today's ever-changing, unique and differentiated needs of every single consumer, your end customer, there is a clear trend that every customer is a segment of its own. It's a segment of one. And therefore, it's so very much imperative that the product development focuses on human-centric and a true, truly empathetic approach, I would say, to address the pain points and the needs of every single persona and its archetype to that level, right? That's the whole crux of how, you know, we are seeing people adopt this, you know, product-centric model in today's conversation at every customer. Hi, Naresh. Uh, thank you. This is a great insight. In fact, as a suggestion, if I may, I can suggest a framework which organizations can adopt. Let's assume that we are talking about an enterprise and we, within an enterprise uh, setting, uh, they, we could look at a smaller group of applications that are delivering a defined business outcome, which may then be considered as a part of a product. Now, assuming that these apps are already in production, then the product manager uh, ideally, in an in a in a typical setting, what we what what we are proposing is they need to work or engage very closely with their business stakeholders to define the end customers or end users persona. Now, as Naresh indicated before, the persona identification and definition is very important. Um, this is where the design thinking concepts actually kicks in. Now, we the second step is about adopting the design thinking principles to evaluate how your end customers for your product 
um, and go and step into the issues, empathize with their day-to-day life and understand how do they really consume and benefit from your product. Okay. Now, at this particular point of time, let's move to the step number three, where you understand and articulate the business problem very clearly and contextualize this with the end user's pain points. Okay. Uh, So there are two personas. Make sure that you are able to link back the business problems and the pain points uh, to all all the different uh, two personas. Okay. Now, now the next fourth step is essentially about identification of which of the pain points you should focus on and why. Now, the why is very important because you cannot solve every issue and prioritization is very important so that you can deliver value within within your known constraint. Fifth step is about acknowledging constraints under which you and your team would be operating in enhancing or developing the product features and product capabilities. Communicate this broadly to your leadership and to your team. Next step, which is the sixth step, is about identification of key success metrics. Both Identify both leading and lagging metrics that will help you define your success. If possible, identify a North Star metric. Uh, it's a it's a little bit more matured state, but eventually one organization should endeavor to move towards that. The seventh step is about defining the solutions using the concepts as design thinking and others that were laid out by Naresh before and prioritize them based on the value delivered versus investment or risk. Now make sure that you identify the impact of the overall product for every solution. Ensure that the trade-offs are documented and managed effectively. The next step, which is the last one, is now you know you start looking at building out a strategy that would comprise of product design, features, technical architecture and so on. I now I hope this is useful for the audience here. Um, so Naresh, following up on our conversation, based on your engagements with some of the large and mid-sized organizations, where do they see themselves in maturity cycle? So Arvind, I, I see it as you know three things, right? Uh, firstly, I think as you move along from a project-centric to a product-centric approach, doing the right customer value discovery is so much important, right? Uh, which, which which means that you know you have to employ the right constructs and vehicle for example design thinking um, as as a construct and a vehicle to drive this entire customer journey transformation has been pretty much the most sought after choice for many organizations right looking at an end-to-end holistic customer journey is equally important than just looking at the individual process or a siloed journey right now what why it is so important is because the net customer experience is a factor of its experience at individual t- touch points or the journeys and it has a multiplicative effect. So even if your customer experience drops at one single touch point, it has a ripple effect on your entire end-to-end customer experience, right? And using this construct also helps you conceive rich, compelling and purpose-driven experiences, right? Which is what every organization is looking to do today. That's number one. Number two, I would say, it's so important to make meaningful build versus buy decisions, right? If there is some insurtech, some fintech in some part of the world who has already, you know, uh, figured out a way of, uh, put ha- who has a vertical capability and, you know, solved a particular puzzle, no organization wants to reinvent the wheel and build that from scratch, right? That's the whole uh, aspect of partnership. If there is a partner with whom an organization can integrate, which can make an end-to-end value prop and accelerate that time to 
market and time to value that's the most important thing that you want to uh, explore right and and from that you build multiple lego blocks and then you create a grand vision for your future right and that's so important today to basically you know be in that competitive space so that you can you know move faster thirdly and and i think the most important thing i would say is it's not just about you know doing the customer value discovery it's not just about making meaningful build versus buy decisions but it is converting that art of possible and the grand vision to art of real or the art of practical that's where your technology foundation your current investments in your technology your in flight initiatives your integrations data strategy plumbing apiification all these come into play to basically make that art of possible real right and and all that is so in, extremely important to you know uh, uh, complement the first two things i would say pretty much these are the three points that uh, you know helps organizations look at that paradigm shift of moving from you know project centric to a product centric yeah rich this is awesome so how do you think the organizations specifically the cios ceos uh, of uh, anywhere small to mid size firms how can they really adopt product mindset in everything that they do i would say the trend was always there right uh, for retail specifically but you know it picked up momentum post covid you know which also acted as a catalyst to enable digital native product developments fueled by this entire cloud platform providers and multiple hyperscalers right with their seamless capabilities and services apart from that you know b2b centric organizations are also picking up this human centric approach to product development at a very fast pace uh that's primarily because today b2b customers are expecting consumer grade experiences and the lines are you know greying out i would say pretty, pretty much greyed out yeah rich this is awesome so how do you think the organizations specifically the cios ceos uh, of uh, anywhere small to mid size firms how can they really adopt product mindset in everything that they do i would see the adoption coming in uh, two different uh, steps right i think uh, the first one is specifically a mindset change of adopting design right uh, gone are those days when you look at a typical process and system flows and data flows and try to you know uh, incrementally improve the process i'm not saying that's not important it, it it's important but shifting the focus from process to persona is more important right it's important to look at the stakeholder ecosystem than the data flow ecosystem data flow ecosystem is the means to do it and not the end of you know how you look at things right that's number one mindset change i would say right from from a design thinking perspective design mindset perspective the second mindset change or the second step i would say is you know more from an having agility and the agility is not just in development right of moving from waterfall to agile the agility should come in the entire end to end value chain right today we are seeing organizations you know uh, adopt uh, ag- agile just from a development perspective uh, but their requirement gathering their their funding is all in waterfall right i mean is it a good starting step yes but is it enough to be truly agile answer is no and depends on multiple other parameters but if you look at these two elements of design first and a truly agile mindset those two form the core operating model of next gen organizations to go from project centric to product centric mindset hey nirish thank you so much for your time today this was a great discussion
I'm really hope I'm really hopeful that this entire conversation will benefit our audience very eff- uh, audience effectively. Thank you so much, Narish, and looking forward to speak to you again. Thanks, Arvind. Uh, likewise, uh, thanks for having me on this podcast. Truly enjoyed being here. Thank you.